whether it's a loved one or a family member or a friend, caregivers play such an important role in the MPN journey. And they need to know how the disease is affecting the patient so that they can offer the right kind of support for their care. The information presented in this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not medical advice. This podcast should not replace or substitute speaking with your healthcare professional. Your healthcare professional is the best source for medical information. Always consult your care team with any questions or concerns regarding your individual medical condition. Hello, my name is Gina, and welcome to NPN Voices Out Loud, a podcast series brought to you by Voices of MPN. This podcast is part of an education and awareness initiative developed by Insight Corporation. It's intended to help raise awareness in support of people affected by myeloproliferative neoplasms, or MPNs, a group of rare chronic blood cancers. We'll focus on three of the most common MPNs, polycythemia vera, or PV, essential thrombocythemia, or ET, and myelofibrosis, or MF. Today's episode is Patient and Caregiver Perspectives, Managing NPNs Together. It's about the caregiver's role in helping patients communicate to healthcare professionals how physical and emotional NPN symptoms affect their loved ones. This topic is part of the FIND campaign, an education initiative about improving NPN communications. It aims to empower and motivate patients to speak up and spell out the impact of their symptoms so they can get the right care management for them. You can find more information and download helpful patient and caregiver communication workbooks by visiting mpnpodcast.com. That's mpnpodcast.com. I'd like to welcome back our special guest, actor, director, and longtime health advocate, LaVar Burton. LaVar will talk about his own experiences as his mother's caregiver. We'll also talk with Jeff and his wife, Summer, about how they manage Summer's myelofibrosis together. Some of our listeners may already be familiar with Jeff and Summer because they were named as MPN heroes for making a difference in the lives of people with MPNs. But first, let's listen to Nancy, Tom, and Michael, three caregivers for patients living with polycythemia vera and myelofibrosis. Because they advocate for their loved ones at healthcare appointments and at home, they demonstrate how caregivers can encourage effective MPN communication before, during, and after MPN healthcare appointments. I do go to appointments with Mickey so that I can make sure that I get my questions answered too. When I go with her on a visit, I kind of listen. I could also record in my mind everything that was said so that we could play it back later and try to digest it. My role as a part of my daughter's care is tied into a lot of things. I do encourage her because my daughter does need that support, that strength, that encouragement. As far as me visiting doctors, yes, I do communicate with them. I do go to her appointments with her. As we just heard, attending healthcare appointments with loved ones is a key opportunity for caregivers to support effective communication with healthcare professionals. Sometimes, though, 
patients may not be forthcoming about how symptoms impact their lives. In fact, some patients may even say they feel fine when they really don't. It's important for patients to have honest communication with their healthcare professionals about any and all changes in their symptoms. That includes emotional as well as physical symptoms because both can have an impact on overall quality of life. When healthcare professionals are well informed about a patient's new or changing symptoms, they can help ensure appropriate care for each patient. Before we hear again from Tom and Nancy, I'd like to mention how keeping track of MPN symptoms can help patients and caregivers take an active role in MPN care. You see, MPNs like PV, ET, and MF are progressive diseases. That means they can change or get worse over time. The reason it's essential to tell the MPN healthcare team about all new or changing symptoms is that they could be a possible sign of disease progression. By tracking symptoms with an app, like the Voices of MPN mobile tracker, patients can give their healthcare team a more accurate view of how their quality of life has been impacted. Now let's hear how Tom and Nancy would handle the situation if their loved ones, Christine and Mickey, said they were feeling fine. If Christine actually said to me that she was fine, I would want more details. I would certainly wonder whether or not there was something underneath. Nancy, Mickey's wife and caregiver, has encouraged Mickey to take an active role in his care by contacting his oncologist. If I notice that Mickey is saying that he's fine, but he's not fine, I do really encourage him to call his oncologist, say, is this normal? I try and encourage him to tell me how he feels and to not hold anything back. As Tom and Nancy just explained, I'm fine is not enough for Christine or Mickey's MPN journey. And frankly, fine is not enough for you either. If you're experiencing symptoms, it's important to speak up and spell them out to the healthcare team. When talking about MPN symptoms, it helps to be specific. Caregivers can encourage loved ones to quantify the impact of any and all symptoms when talking with the healthcare team. For instance, how many days during the week or month have you experienced PV symptoms like fatigue, inactivity, day or night sweats? How many times since the last healthcare appointment have you had abdominal discomfort, intense itching, night sweats, or other MF symptoms? On what date did you notice that ET symptoms? such as headache, dizziness, or pain in your hands or feet, became more pronounced. Even if you don't think the symptoms are related to your MPN, it's important to share them with your MPN healthcare team. The symptoms could be possible signs of disease progression. That's why honest and open communication is so vitally important. It provides insights that can help your healthcare team deliver the care management approach that is right for you. Of course, being a good caregiver also means taking care of yourself. Let's hear from Tom and Nancy about the importance of self-care. You have to learn to understand your own emotional state because if you're not in a good place, you're not going to be able to be a good caregiver. Find time for yourself, even if it's just getting away, reading a book, taking a good walk. As you may know from personal experience, Being a caregiver can be challenging. It can be equally challenging to work together and have open, honest conversations about MPNs. But it can be done, and I hope that hearing from caregivers Nancy, Tom, and Michael has inspired you to ensure that loved ones with an MPN speak up and spell out their symptoms to their healthcare professionals. 
And now, it's my distinct pleasure to welcome LeVar Burton. He is partnering with Insight on an initiative called You Have to Go to Know, which encourages people with MPNs to prioritize their health and get the care they need from their healthcare professionals. Let's listen as LeVar speaks with Jeff and Summer about their unique experiences managing an MPN together. Welcome, Jeff and and Summer. I'm incredibly excited to be here with you both. Really eager to hear more about your own unique experiences as a husband and wife who are managing an MPN together. And while I'm not personally impacted by an MPN myself, I was a caregiver for my mom who faced a number of health challenges as she got older. And sometimes she skipped important doctor's appointments and, and visits. And I saw firsthand the, the negative impact that it had on her health. And as many of our audience members who are living with an MPN probably already know that communication with others about the physical and emotional impact of of your MPN, it can be challenging, especially because oftentimes you may not look like you're sick to the outside world. But first, I'm eager to hear your personal story. As someone who's steeped in the acting world, I'm curious to learn about your backgrounds in theater. From what I've heard, it sounds like you have a pretty unique theater. I think it is unique. We've been in there since... 2003? Right? 2003. It just seems like yesterday because I still love it so much. We have classes with two groups of people that have disabilities, cognitive and some physical and autism, Down syndrome. And they put on a couple of shows a year and then they're also in our mainstream theater. We get plays from all over the world, 10 minute plays, and then there's a contest. It's just like a big family, I just love it. Yeah, we've produced about 800 new, never before seen plays from around the world. That is incredible, Jeff. Well, let's talk about when were you first diagnosed? 2018. And what were your symptoms as they expressed themselves physically for you? I didn't really have any symptoms. Well, how did you know then that you needed to go to a doctor? I'd had a blood test, and it didn't seem like any big deal. And then the doctor called it in or something at 3 o'clock in the morning, and she sent an ambulance and EMTs and police to my house. So I went to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Jeff, what was this all like, her diagnosis from your perspective and point of view? It was pretty shocking. The resident at the emergency room thought she might have leukemia. And here's where we were just incredibly lucky. The hematologist on call is a researcher in this field. So she, she made an appointment, said, get in here as soon as you can. So... It was about five days later, and it was about the longest five days that I ever spent. Right. I mean, I I was worried every time I called Summer up. You got her on some medicine, and uh, we're very fortunate in that Summer's uh, disease is stable. Jeff, what what are some of the things that are included in, in the way you take care of, of Summer? Well, we have pretty open and... Uh, direct communication. We communicate very strongly with each other. She's attuned to how she feels. The most critical thing for a caregiver is to listen. And the second thing, the person with the disease has to be willing to say how they think and how they feel. 
Not only does she have to be willing to share how she feels, but you have the courage to ask, how are you doing? And actually mean it, right? Especially with a disease that is oftentimes really aggressive in progressing, right, over time. Let's talk about your relationship with your doctor and how important she is as, as like the third, you know, most important member of this team. She's brilliant and she really understands things and she explains things to me. She's the first doctor I've ever really talked to. She has the unique ability to present things to Summer uh, in a way that means something to her. I appreciate her having all that knowledge and I know Jeff will pay attention. I can ask her about the latest uh, medical development on a paper I just read, and she's read it all. So we communicate in two different ways. I know how important it is to have an advocate for you when you meetings and conversations with doctors and just how important it is to have another person in the room, right, who is looking out for your best interests. Summer, how is Jeff in, in that department? I think he's very good. He consults with the doctors. He looks at my blood test results, explains them to me. It's really interesting because this triad that we have with the doctor and Summer and I, each of us are so different in the way we approach things. It's kind of like we have all the angles covered. And, you know, if you're missing those appointments, I mean, that's that's pretty much what this whole you have to go to no campaign has been about, making people aware of the need to have those honest conversations with our healthcare professionals, especially those in, in the MPN community. As a patient and as a caregiver for you, Jeff, it's important to speak up and spell out how you're both feeling, right, to ensure that you're able to provide and receive good care. After all, fine is not enough for your loved ones. And quite frankly, it isn't enough for you. So many of the people that have the disease comment that their significant other doesn't pay any attention because you don't look like you're sick when you have this disease. So if you're not communicating openly and honestly about your MPN and how it affects your daily life, your routines, your activity, your overall quality of life, then you may not get the care and support that you need from your friends, your family, uh, and especially your MPN healthcare team. You got to have a good healthcare team, you got to have a good caregiver, and you got to have a receptive uh, patient who's willing to express their thoughts and feelings. No one can fully understand how your MPN is affecting you unless you share that information. You speak up and, and spell it out. And I think this is especially true for those who are closest to people who are diagnosed with an MPN, their caregivers, because whether it's a loved one or a family member or, or a friend, caregivers play such an important role in the MPN journey. From a caregiver's standpoint, you really have to be attuned and listen to the person you're trying to help. And they need to know how the disease is affecting the patient so that they can offer the right kind of support for their care. That's truly the most important thing you can do. Clearly, you know, you guys have this really worked out pretty well. And Jeff, you are incredibly, intricately involved in, in Summer's care and, and making sure that, you know, she... Um, gets the best out of her life every day. One of my biggest goals is to try to support her, and that's got us into helping others in this uh, MPN community. It's 
satisfying and it, we're doing something useful for community and the world. Is it always the case that when we invest ourselves in something greater than ourselves, that the benefit we receive is much bigger than the investment that we feel like we're making? Yeah, yeah I would say that's true, LeVar. It's clear that you two have really mastered the art of communicating with one another. It's apparent that communication and being proactive together are a key for managing your MPN summer and, and ensuring that you get the best possible care from both your, your medical team and, and from Jeff. And from communicating any and all those changes in, in your physical and emotional health. So I know that, that by speaking with you today, Jeff and, and Summer, I'm hoping we can inspire the MPN community to understand the importance of effective communication and the need to advocate for the care that we need in, in all of our healthcare conversations and relationships. Jeff and Summer, thank you so much, the both of you, for sharing your experiences and, quite frankly, your unique perspective on what it's like managing an MPN as a couple. Uh, your relationship and how you care for one another is truly remarkable and a huge inspiration to me and I'm sure to others in the audience. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What an informative discussion. LeVar, Jeff, and Summer revealed many insights into the power of effective communication, not only with each other, but also with their MPN healthcare professional. Earlier, we heard Tom, Nancy, and Michael describe how caregivers can advocate for their loved ones at MPN healthcare appointments. That's another way patients and caregivers can work together to ensure the healthcare team is aware of how recent MPN symptoms may impact a patient's life. As we mentioned previously, LeVar has partnered with Insight in the You Have to Go to Know initiative. Let me reemphasize that MPNs are progressive conditions, so it's important to have regular, consistent appointments with your MPN healthcare team to monitor the status of your MPN. You can learn more about LeVar's involvement with the You Have to Go to Know campaign by visiting livingwithmpns.com. Before we close, I'd like to thank our listeners for joining us. Remember, for workbooks and resources to help you have more effective conversations with your healthcare professional about any and all symptoms, visit mpnpodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. I hope our podcast has helped you develop a more informed perspective on managing the MPN journey together. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Insight Corporation. Voices of MPN is a registered trademark of Insight. Copyright 2022 Insight.